Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes of Cosmic Channels, follow Cosmic Channels on YouTube and Twitch and tune in live Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. The number is 1-833-703-0424. The Cosmic Channels are open. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. And I'm Andrew. Fuck, Andrew's um, huge right now. We have to fix that. Yeah, huge Andrew. It's the way it's supposed to be, boys. This is it. I'm like fucking uh, Zordon. Rangers! Uh, well, funny story is you're, we're missing a, a cosmic channeler tonight. Uh, Dan is MIA. We <laughs> haven't heard from him all day. <laughs> uh, we don't Sunday. know where he is. Easter Sunday, and he's he's gone. Um, so we'll also take calls on where you think Dan could be. Our leading theory is that he had too much turkey or Easter ham, and he's snoozing. Uh, we're obviously oh. going to dock his pay for this because, yeah. uh, you know, and it's going to go on his permanent uh, record with Big Theory Productions. Yep. Uh, we'll probably one. give him a letter of expectations mm. and man, file it. Tryptophan is a hell of a drug, man. That shit will mm. knock you down. Get you down. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, uh, um, yeah, he got probably crunked afternoon with his family. Fell asleep about <laughs> probably eight thirty p.m. Eastern time, and he's uh, he'll be out for the night. <laughs> That's what I think too. I think he's gonna. Um, well, the funny thing is, is today's also the first ever, for, you know, after the show, uh, a mandatory meeting <laughs> that, that we planned all together. Uh, he's gonna miss the first ever mandatory meeting uh, <laughs> for Big Theory Productions. <laughs> yeah, give us these are to grounds talk about. for termination. I like, I don't want to, you know, like, we're, this Listen, is no laughing matter. Maybe the guy's getting his batteries changed, going for a fucking oil change or something like that. Like, let's be honest. Well, I don't know really what to do with, with, you know, we haven't tardiness. That's a big thing. You know, I'm not happy about it, but we can just, we can discuss his, uh, his dock of pay during the meeting. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Give us something to talk um, about. Tonight, though, uh, we're taking any and all calls, one 703 Or is it open, jobs? What do we take? Is it open line? It's UF No, it's UFOs. UFOs. Aliens, your thoughts, theories, stories, experiences. Theories. Whatever you got. Yeah, we want to hear it. Uh, your theories on, or your theories on where Dan could be on Easter Sunday. Yeah. All right, we got a, we got a caller on the line right now. Let's bring them on. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello, what's going on, guys? Chris from L.A. Chris from L.A. Woo! Happy Easter. Welcome back to the show. Happy Easter. Uh, So what's the topic today, boys? Uh, We were looking for aliens, UFOs, your thoughts, theories, experiences. What do you got for us? All right, so reptilian. Yep. Are you one of them? Yes, I am. Um, I, I find it I find it hard to believe that I believe that there there were reptilians before. Now, dinosaurs back then used to live millions and millions of years before us. You know, you know like when apes were around, you know, it only took a couple million years before they started evolving into what we are today. I find it hard to believe that dinosaurs did not evolve into something bigger. More intelligent. 
yes, you know, like they last. You know, they were around for hundreds of millions of years. I just, I don't know. I just think that they found a new place to go. Maybe it was getting, you know, too cold for them. And they decided to leave. Like, you know, get out of Dodge. Right. Go, uh, you know, Mars or some shit. Didn't, like, isn't there a theory that they involved into birds, though? And, like, reptiles Whoa! that we have today? Wow! Hey! The chosen one finally decides to show up. Well, look <laughs> yeah. at this. Better late. It must be nice to make your own hours. Dan's <laughs> 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 here. But, yeah, to, on your, on your uh, theory on reptilians as, like, an evolved dinosaur... That's pretty much what you're saying. Like yeah. a, a dinosaur evolved to become intelligent, and that's what were reptilians, and they've since f- they're gone. Yeah. Or that like they're did it, did it. Sorry. Yeah, they didn't go and stick. They evolved. They evolved and they left. Well, I mean, isn't yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a theory that um, reptilians, you know, when we had the ice age and stuff, um, some of the smaller ones, let's say, I'm. Sh- sh- raptors or something i can't imagine t-rex were uh climbing down to like uh into cave systems right and heading in towards the hollow earth where it was uh a warmer climate suited for them Mm, and basically that's where they lived in the subterranean world uh while they evolved you know ahead of us and ahead of our time um and maybe that's why you know maybe they're shaping the world and people say you know they're going into um they're infiltrating the world's governments and stuff because they want us to pump CO2 into the atmosphere. Mm. They want the <laughs> outside world to be uh, habitable again for them so they can reclaim the surface. So the, the reptilians are using us to terraform the planet for them to yeah, reemerge. to make it make back it, yeah, like how it was. Warmer. All right. And like, we're still in the ice age. You know, still today, you know, even though... You don't see it on like mainland, but you know, Antarctica, up in Alaska, you got, you got, you know, you got ice. ice you got everywhere. ice. <laughs> so it's like you know, technically we're still in the ice age. We're not out of it. So when they're like, oh, global warming, that I just. So what do you, what do you define as the ice age? So ice age being there's no ice on the planet at all. Is that that the end? Is that considered yeah. okay? No ice whatsoever. Warm, no matter where. Before, back in like millions of years ago, there was a time where this world was had no ice on it. And so, when the ice age, you know, came, it just we're still in the process of the world changing into back to how it was before. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I I always thought there would be ice, no matter what the age was. It'd just be a lot smaller, like only at the very south or very north. I don't really know, to be honest. But either way, you're saying it's still warming up from the from the ice age. We're not completely out of it yet. Yeah, and then the reptilians are going to make their We're triumphant return. And then when, once they te- we terraform the planet with enhanced levels of CO2, they reemerge and take over the planet. Yeah. Wait, but so if they evolved over millions of years and they've been sitting there for millions of years, why don't they just evolve to our? To our standards, like our well, maybe it's like too the late. Way the atmosphere. Maybe they They've have. Got, they just like it. They still remember the good old the glory days. Yeah, the glory days that were sixty-five yeah. million well, yeah, years some ago. Yeah, or some some uh, reptiles are good. They could change the colors of skin. Maybe maybe they advance enough where they could change 
their body form. They can morph into a, what a, a human looks like. Well, I mean, that's talked about all the time with reptilians is that they, they do take, they they can do exactly that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the so, theories. yeah, so then they could just change into their bodies into humans and just be humans. Dan, it's not uncomfortable. They, like, just like how we fight, you know, everyone, they want to be comfortable in their own skin. They want they want the glory days back. Which is scaly green. <laughs> what's that? What's that lady? What's that, um... On uh, X Men, the, the the chick that transforms Mystique. What's her name? Yeah, Mystique. Yeah. So you know, she always wanted to be herself. So she met Magneto. And they were reptilians. They just want to be themselves. I hear you. Yeah. Um, as far as that theory though, as dinosaurs evolve into the part where they are so smart, I've always we've talked about it on our case file when we did reptilians. I I like that one. It's like they got so smart and they actually they actually just left fifty million years ago. No, they never left, dude. I told you, Mario Brothers, the movie, is a documentary. They were smashed so hard by a meteor that it sent them into an alternate Earth. And they're living in a pocket dimension where they run everything on electricity. They got those weird fucking Mad Max cars that run on electricity and they shrink people's heads. And the the punishment for going against King Koopa is de-evolution and they send you back to your reptile form. I love it. Hey. Fucking lines up pretty good. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's John Leguizamo. Fucking yeah, it's got everybody good. There's Yoshi in there. The fucking king is a turns into a fucking fungus. Like nothing not to like about <laughs> that movie. All right, hey, hey, thanks, brother. We're gonna keep moving on with the with the lines tonight, but we appreciate it. So, so Dan, everyone's dying to know. Bye. We were kind of theorizing why. Wait one why second, late, Dan. Dan, sorry. Uh-huh. Before, before that, Braden. Dan, have you started your recording? I started recording. Okay, now. okay, we're good. Okay, like two, like ten seconds after I got it. Cool. Uh, what we were theorizing? What's the what's the reason for your tardiness? I was checking the ATT run and seeing if I had time to go out for a run, <laughs> jack some miles up. Did you get some miles on? <laughs> Only today, this morning, mm. early afternoon. We thought for sure you got drunk at Easter dinner or something, fell asleep. Oh no! And <laughs> All turkey <laughs> out. Drunk at Easter dinner. Fuck, I hardly Who ever doesn't? drink around my. Fa- I don't drink around my family. <laughs> you don't drink with your family. Fuck, no. that's the only way I can endure. Yeah, how do you how do you <laughs> talk Easter, to your Easter dinners? <laughs> it's the rite of passage. No, we don't really celebrate. My family's not a big oh. Easter thing. That's a cool shirt. Oh, nice like shirt. When did we get those? Uh, they've been on the store for a while. Oh, there you go. Oh, you can find thanks the for store. Some, thanks for putting the memo out, buddy. Aliantheorists.com. Uh, find the store. Get find the shirt. store. There's a one Cosmic Channels. It's actually kind of a mix because it oh, has oh, the, it's got that. Oh, okay. It has the combo. You support both. Combo combo. One shirt. Support both shows. <laughs> <laughs> the two birds stoned. Yeah. Damn it. All right, if you're watching you live, watching the live stream and you want to call in, the number's right there, 1-833-703-0424. Yeah, let us know about your UFO sightings. Man, lots of, I want to know more about that Montreal sighting. Yeah, that was popping up, but I, didn't, I haven't really looked into it much yet. Dan, did you look into it? Looked like there was fire trucks at the airport. Looked interesting, <laughs> but... Yeah, I poked around into that one. Apparently, there are two or three different narratives. Apparently one that is completely fake. Some students from the university of Montreal or some university said that they made it up. Uh, they over, they just use special effects app 
put those lights in there over footage from a fire there in 2000. There was a fire in, or that was footage of a fire at the airport in 2000. So there was no real <laughs> fire at the airport. Right. For the so, I mean, the weird thing is, is like if, because I talked about it, I was like, okay, that airport, I looked into it. That airport, was it Trudeau International? Yeah, I believe. Or Dorvray or whatever, or Dorva or whatever it's Something called. Something like that. The yeah. old, the, I guess that was the old name for the airport, Duval, Dorval. That airport services uh, average 53,000 people a day. Wow. And that is not, I don't think that's counting the hundreds of people who work there. And so if there was something like that, it would definitely probably pop up in a couple, not just some shady Facebook post that said, hey, this got deleted. I'm going to post it again and then not get deleted <laughs> the second time. Uh, also, there's a couple other problems. I asked a couple of people as soon as I saw it, I started looking around uh, when the camera pans down a little bit. There's like snow on the side. So I asked some people in Montreal, the people were in our Discord server. I was like, hey. Is there snow on the ground in Montreal? They're like, no, there's not. And supposedly this was supposed to be from what, Sunday or Monday? This Monday? Yeah, yeah. Re recent. Yeah. Last Monday, yeah. Yeah. And there was like piles of snow outside in that airport. Middle of winter type of snow. Yeah. And people were like, there's there's no snow in Montreal right oh, now. So it's it all was, melted. It was all a it was all a prank by these kids making a project. Well, that's that's one of the yeah, that's one of the things they put out. Um, but there's just like looking at that video is just like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. People were commenting on the fact that you had these lights, which are obviously brighter than the moon, uh, the green in color or something like that, but they cast no light. There's no shadows cast by the moving lights. Mm. Like there's no, there's no green lit shadows or anything, but like when you look at the ground and the kind of stuff in the, in the foreground, like you would expect it from lights that, that strong that are pointing down at the ground. Wasn't any. So there's a lot of stuff weird about that thing. And then they're like, oh, in the post, some of the posts are like, supposedly the airport was off limits at this time. And I was like, okay, so that sounds suspect because do you know the, like logistically what you would have to do to make an airport off limits at that time? So I went in and go and check like, were there any flight delays or cancellations that day? Nope. None. All oh. the planes got exactly where they needed to go that Monday. Well, so damn. the maester put in some work, is what you're saying. A little bit. Because <laughs> at, at least four yeah. people, Come at least on. I saw that video from Child's at least four boy. people. Yeah. He's, and some of them not in our Discord server. Some of them friends with some it. other friends. <laughs> Fake <laughs> yeah. internet sleuth. So just poking around at it. Uh, hmm. Some people are like, oh, as soon as I said, like, well, it's definitely not from this Monday. They're like, oh, well, maybe it's not this Monday. It's, you know, it could be from a couple. It's, some people are saying it's from a couple weeks back. And I'm like, Okay, but you would still see uh, reports of traffic or traffic jams, like getting into the airport or something. Like if you didn't see the reports about that, you see the reports about traffic about going into the airport. Because I'm pretty sure like that right. happened. Why would there be traffic jams? Because of, oh, because the fire trucks, the fire trucks. Were, yeah, the, the fire trucks are on scene. The every major fire or every major airport has their own fire department. Yes, yeah, true. I know, but the, but the the cars would be coming in and that airport airport is off limits. I would assume that no, no, but the the, they have a fire hall in the fire and in the airport. Yeah. But right, in but the, the picture, fire trucks were parked outside of, yeah, the, of the gates. Like they were, yeah, oh, they were right there where like the pickups and like departures were. Um, so it's like, that's where the cars would have been driving through. And there definitely would have been traffic jams. Or if they made the whole airport off limits, you would assume that any of roads going into the airport would have been 
off limits. Okay, well, let's continue. So, let's continue to those theories with the Montreal possible sighting in a second. We got a caller on the line. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, can you hear me? We can. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Bonthar from Utah. Bonthar from Utah. Yep. Thanks, yes. for, thanks for calling. Bonthar is my gamer tag, so I'm going with that one. Sounds good, man. Groovy. So, a long-time listener, first-time caller. Nice. Ooh. Sweet. Um, you guys, I found your show because of my first sighting. So, I'm 48 years old. I've uh, believed in UFOs and life outside our uh, our universe or everywhere besides Earth all of my life, but never had proof. So about three months ago, I was uh, walking down my trail in the back, and uh, for some reason, I didn't bring my fucking phone. And um, it was sunny day out; clouds were fluffy, blue, you know, blue sky, but a lot of clouds. And um, I saw these metal orbs floating in and out of the clouds. So they were high enough where I couldn't tell really what they were. But I stood there for like 10 minutes watching these things, and they were the size, I could say they were the size of the Volkswagen, but they were so high I couldn't tell. Right. But I could tell they were metal because every time they came out of a cloud, the sun would uh, reflect off the side of them. And I could tell they were metal, but I couldn't tell exactly. I would say there was probably about five of them, but they were going in a circle, like slow, like like a merry-go-round. Okay. And it lasted for about 10 minutes, and... One by one, they just flew off into different directions. Weird. And I can tell you right now, I don't know what the fuck I saw. <laughs> now, any noise associated up. with them? Were no, they completely silent? And in they there? were high. They were high enough. So I live close to a military base. So I was like thinking right away. I start making logical. You know, is these are these planes? But the way they were going in and out of the clouds, right in the circle, and they were round. They were like metal balls. And uh, I can, clear as day, I can see the round. They look like smashed up Volkswagens. <laughs> that's like, from my point of view, that's the size of them, but they were metal. Like, so they, when you say smashed up, like, were they have like a wrinkly surface or was it like a smooth? No, no, they were smooth. I'm just saying about maybe the size. I, oh, like, well, I won't say smashed up but they were the size of a Volkswagen just round right it's like a sl- we, small car yeah. kind of sounds like the Robert Taylor incident that we talked about is that the right name the Scottish one mm-hmm. yeah oh that's where you got like, the, attacked yeah, they, by the UFO yeah the big steel balls yeah and I was I was out there for like 10 minutes and I didn't you know only time I didn't have my phone with me for the last two months I don't know why but it was bizarre you know like I said I've I have an incident from when I was a kid but I'll, I can call back another time for that but um I've never had a sighting of any type. I used to live in Chicago. I moved to Utah, and I was only here three, you know, less than a year maybe, and uh, walking on the trail and saw that. It was bizarre as hell, I can tell you that. And it's light as day, so, I mean, they weren't shiny or anything. It was just shiny because the sun was glaring off the metal surfaces, so it was quite bizarre. No kidding. But uh, I just just want to make sure I tell you guys that I found your show because of that that incident. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was meant to be then. Uh, I just wanted to really qu- quickly clarify. So you saw these, was there erratic movement to them at all? Like how Like how was their movement in the sky? Uh, did you get any of that? Did you get any sense of like fast moving speeds? Um, what no, was your so sense? They were like, I'm telling you, miracle round. They looked like they were moving like, like you would watch in a miracle round. They were going in and out of the clouds in a circular pattern with each other. 
And I'm guesstimating there were five of them, but I couldn't tell because of the cloud pattern. Right. So they would come in and out of the clouds, going in a circle. And I can only see three of them take off in different directions. I didn't see the other one. So it's an assumption that there's five of them I saw, but uh, I did see more than one of these objects floating around each other. And it was weird because it was like, I'm like telling you, 10 minutes they were flying around each other. And it was slow. It was like a merry-go-round. Weird. Hmm. So hmm. quite bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. That's and a, I'm just, usually when people say like orbs, yeah. like they're usually glowing at night or something, but this is daytime metallic daytime orbs. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy experience. But uh thought I'd share with you guys. I've I've been listening to you guys for a while, so I thought I'd give you a call in with my experience. No, we appreciate it. Awesome show, guys. So I'll, I'll, I'll call back in. I got an alien thing when I was a kid, but I'll call back in. Yeah, save that one and call back another time for sure. Cool. You guys have a good one. You too. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for the show. You guys awesome Cheers, job. man. Cheers. Bye. I'm not doing the running challenge. I'm too fat. Bye. <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's, that's cool, cool having an experience like that. that that's a cool one because like, he, he witnessed it for 10 minutes, then just like whatever it was is floating around and in and out of the clouds. I mean, what like, when you, you don't hear many of those. No, you just weird. You just like a fleeting glance, like or was there for a bit and gone or something. But like for a ten minute continued sighting of whatever that was, and it just sounds it's different. It's not the you know the normal narrative that we hear with the different colored lights and the erratic movement and stuff like that. Like this one's very patterned. Yeah, yeah. I don't Strange. know. I don't know what. I mean, uh, someone would probably try and debunk it, debunk it, saying it's a weather phenomenon. But I don't know what kind of. Swamp gas and weather balloon. <laughs> Just caught in some sort of upper atmosphere vortex. Can't be a planet because it's during the day. Yeah. An atmospheric refraction, probably. All of that together. Perfect storm. The one in a billion has happened yeah. that day. That happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Ball they lightning. <laughs> they never happen until they're they're needed to happen, and then that's the excuse. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's bring in another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hi there. Uh, it's Henry calling again uh, from Fortuna, Northern California. Hey, Henry. Thanks for calling What's up, back. What's Henry? Yeah. Missed you guys last week. Was at a party and totally spaced on trying to squeeze a call in. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we were fucking disappointed. Let me tell you. We were waiting. <laughs> we waited up all night. <laughs> Ran the show for an extra two hours. Nothing. Yeah. So it's... Uh, Alien slash UFOs tonight, right? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay, so I've got a good story for you guys that I haven't told many people. Um, and it goes back uh, quite a ways. I was pretty darn young when it happened. Um, so I was, this is the same family house, same town, same everything. Uh, and I was probably four or five uh you know it was it was definitely you know after the time period where you start actually retaining memories but still where you know it has to be something significant for you to remember it um and i was at this time still sleeping in my mom's bedroom with her and i remember waking up in the middle of the night and her bedroom the master bedroom is in the back right corner of the house and behind us, behind the house, is just forest. And we're up above 
the majority of the city, so we're pretty secluded. We don't get a lot of traffic, stuff like that. And so here I am, little five-year-old Henry, four-year-old Henry, um, waking up in the middle of the night next to my mom who sleeps like a log. And the room is kind of lit up by moonlight because there's two big windows on the back wall. And I catch something moving out of the corner of my eye. And so that kind of draws my attention to the foot of the bed, which is facing towards the front of the house. And, you know, the headboard where our heads is on the back wall. And so I look ahead where I saw a motion and in the center of the front wall of the bedroom, I see something floating up towards the top of the ceiling. And our house has nine foot ceilings, so open floor plan, nine foot ceilings, very roomy and spacious. Um, but I noticed this object up in the middle of the room, you know, on that front wall, up really high above everything else, close to the top of the ceiling. So it's like eight feet up. And what I can make out is a metallic disc that is, you know, semi-circled at the bottom. So like a bowl of some sort. And then it's flat on the top. And from there, I can make out a torso up to shoulders and a head and arms. And so five-year-old me was looking at this thing with the covers kind of over my face a little. I didn't know what it was. I didn't have the idea of waking up my mom because I was more like, hey, this is weird. And I proceeded to cover myself with the blanket. And when I poked my head back out again, I noticed it had moved to the left corner. So from the foot of the bed to the left corner of the bedroom above where the bathroom door was. And there were two of them. And if I were to give dimensions of these creatures or whatever, you know, the only thing I could really chalk them up to was aliens to this day. Um, I'd say the discs that they were, it's almost like they were sitting in them because yes. it looked like the waist level started where the top of the disc was. So they were kind of chilling in these floating, you know, metallic looking discs, but they were really on the small side, both the discs and the entities, whatever they were. So the discs, maybe the entire diameter were two or three feet. And then they were probably only two or three feet tall themselves from the bottom of like the bowl on the disc to the top of their head. And, so a bunch of little you know, great kazoos, basically. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was the two of them. And after they were just chilling in that corner, I just pulled the blankets back over my head and I went back to sleep. And I don't I don't remember bringing it up to my mom the next day or anything like that, but I did talk to her about it in the following years and she was weirded out by it, but she also wasn't like, you know, super weirded out about it because she's had plenty of UFO encounters herself. Um, but I definitely remember a lot of, you know, descriptive 
features of them. So do you guys have any questions? <laughs> what year what year was this? This was probably uh very early two thousand, so like oh four, oh five. Okay. Yeah. Because I was born in 99, so uh, if I was 4 or 5, it's probably like 2004. Okay. So what you're describing, like these entities are floating in this, looks like a bowl. And so was there two of them or one just floated from one side of the room to the other? There were, there were two of them. And I had only noticed the first one when I had first, you know, when it had first caught my attention but I think that the second one was there the entire time it was just in the corner and I didn't notice it until I looked the second time and spotted both of them in the corner just chilling almost up to the ceiling looking down at us in the bed now is this one of your earliest childhood memories it's you know I have memories before it that I can recall but this is definitely like one of my earliest ones that is like prominent to me and Hmm. it has stuck with me, you know, obviously to this point because it was significant enough that it imprinted on me. And it's a pretty simple encounter in terms of like, you know, I remember what they look like. I remember what they did. It was a relatively short time frame, and I don't have, like a huge amount of memories from back then, but like this one was like, yeah, this definitely happened. <laughs> At least that's what is in my head when I think of this. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty certain this wasn't a dream because I definitely wasn't watching alien movies at four or five years old. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only thing for me that I think of like when trying to explain something like this is especially with an uh, like that early of a childhood. I mean, you like kids, have, you, sure. we have such vivid imaginations as well. Um, mm. So p- part of me always wonders when you, you're recounting a story when you were that young, is if at the time it was, you know, something more you just didn't understand or you didn't know, but it, it was actually quite normal or something that you were seeing that was something else. And your kind of brain as you grew up kind of, went wild with what was that thing I always remember that but I don't didn't know what it was and, and like we know how bad memory is and stuff and like you know how oh, you yeah, any sure. kind of memory like that can completely change over time and you still believe that that is exactly how it is when right. in fact it's completely changed over time especially when you're that age and I, I don't mean to discount your story at all like i i'm 100 a believer these are just what pops into my head is when i'm thinking about it yeah i and i will say like to break to brayden's point like as as when we are young we wear sponges like we will absorb everything and um that year men in black 2 came out in in 2004 i would say 2004 because that's what you're giving me not watching men in black 2 (laughs) well i don't i'm not saying that you watched the whole entire movie or you watched the movie but you might have saw like a a preview or something and you might have just been walking past it you might have just like seen it for a second in your head there's a character in that movie that has the tiny little that is true that flies and he and he's in the little the little thing and you might, you might have seen it for a second. You might have not really noticed it. And maybe your brain just like it absorbed it and just had that in the back of your head. And that might have just popped out. I will just say that is a possibility. Totally, totally. And so going back to, you know, my age, that's why all of my other stories that I have uh, that I, 
usually tell other people are situations where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm older. And there were other people around that witnessed it too. So that was a big factor in not, you know, spreading this as much, but it, it was at, at that point in my life, like I was old enough that I was aware of like myself as an individual. So I felt like I had a pretty good, you know, to the extent that a five-year-old could have, um, I was pretty in tune with like, okay, yeah, I'm pretty conscious. I'm pretty aware of what's going on. Don't know what that is. So I'm just going to hide under the blanket. <laughs> right. Yeah. And no, and like, but, like I said, you sharing that story, who knows? We might, you know, get a bunch of other listeners that have been like, I seen that same shit. Right. I know. Who knows? And I, I was just telling my girlfriend, I was just in the car with her and I was like, I guess I'll tell this one. And then I was like, Hey, what if, you know, in our lifetime, we get introduced to extraterrestrial life and it's exactly what I fucking described. And I'm going to be like, Oh fuck, I was right. <laughs> hey, you can call us back and say, I fucking told you so. I know. And I'm like, it's, it's in the logs here. Cosmic channel. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But yeah, thanks. Thanks you guys for having me. <laughs> yep. Thanks man. Yeah. Talk, talk to you later. All right. Bye. Have a good night. Cheers, See man. Boys. There is, there was that guy in Men in Black. That's right. I just looked him yeah. up. Yeah, that's the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, uh, before the Great Kazoo, <laughs> that popped into my head. I was like, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, when was that? And then he asked me, that, and then I asked him in you know, 2004. I was like, that guy you know, was around, and that is a weird character, and he's got those weird little flying fuckers. You know what? Though? Even it's if like, even if he walked in. On his parents watching it or something. Yeah. Like, or I mean, maybe that, it was in the commercials or the, the trailer. I'm saying your brain, you're like, you notice everything like you're in your perceptions. Like your brain takes in so much information that you're not aware of all the time. If you're not, if you're not focused on it, but it's like 100% when you're awake, taking in everything for sure. And uh, that got, stuff got, just sits in the back of your head. Here. Coming on one second. Hello, cosmic channels. Hey. <clears throat> hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is DeMichael. I'm calling from Beaufort, South Carolina. Right on. Thanks for calling in. Woo. I just wanted to like pick you guys' brains. Like, what do you think about the whole theory that aliens might be from like a different dimension? Oh yeah, we, we talk about that one. That one's that one's fun. It get you can get you can get um, going on that. Well, one. like I, you know, to touch on it, like someone someone in the comments of one of our Facebook groups had mentioned about uh, me transitioning from someone who believed aliens were from outer space to uh someone who believes that aliens are just interdimensional beings um i i think it can be both but i what we know now with like you know organic material and traveling the vast distance of space is that organic material is probably not the best suited for long distance space travel um that's why i always like to lean towards that maybe these things are from another dimension so rather than having to travel immensely, they're just traveling through a dimension in here. Maybe it's instantaneous because um, they're just they're just popping out of a parallel universe. Um, so I, I, I like that more and more every day. Um, so I, I think that's a very good possibility, especially for, um, you, you know, you, you see these you hear about aliens that seem very organic in nature. I think those are probably interdimensional beings. And Bigfoot, obviously. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Of course. <laughs> the El Nasty. The El Nasty, yeah. exactly. 
Now, I mean, this this shows for you. So, what do you think aliens are? Nah, I think it's probably kind of like because you know, like they they're usually seen like major areas where there's a lot of people. So I think it's kind of be like maybe dimensions are lining up in similar places that have a lot of like contact points, so to speak. Like a like the what people call it, like the thinning veil. Like, well, because sometimes people call aliens and like ghosts one and the same, where it's like you're just like there is a overlap of dimension or the veil is thin or whatever, like that theory. Yeah, so, something kind of like that. Like how there's like, you know, there's so many millions of people in a place like New York City, for example, you have all those opportunities for, you know, in a parallel universe or something, a dimension where, you know, possible overlap. But yeah, thinning of the veil. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've always, because when you do, if you if you ever done, or if you haven't, it's no big like doesn't matter. But it, you want like when you do hallucinogens, mushrooms or LSD or something, it when you're on those things, you feel like like it almost feels like you're seen into a different dimension sometimes. Yeah. And like so, a lot of people <laughs> who come back from a trip, they're like, is that that was that all in my mind, or is my mind just perceiving like a different version of reality, which could be a different dimension? Some people think, but yeah, I, I mean, I've always liked the theory of. We've talked about it recently too of like okay we started setting off nuclear weapons and that was you know rippling through dimensions of space and time and another more advanced species like all right well it's time to go check on those guys and they've been here kind of monitoring the situation ever since right well hopefully uh you know i was like dan i'm a i'm a squid so hopefully when i get out i can do the whole hallucinogenic thing and see what that's all about i've never gotten to do that no, so when the time is right and it's available and you're with people who are competent. Yeah, by the time you get out, they'll be legalized in the States. It'll be fine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's the next one. Hey, be dude, weed I'm, then. I'm crossing yeah. my fingers. <laughs> a, a long year and then I'm out. Nice. All right. Yeah, I mean, interdimensional or interplanetary or a combination of both. Yeah, take advantage of that GI Bill. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Give me that. Oh, so, yeah, that's, I'm going to. That's how Dan became a master. Yeah. yeah. Get that free money. Get that free money. Hey, you served it. You might as well take it. Uh, well, trust me. I'm looking forward to it. Right on, man. Hey, thanks for calling in and posing the question. Yes, sir. You guys have a good night. You too. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the two theories of aliens. They're coming from a different galaxy or they're coming from a different dimension. Or they're coming from a different a different galaxy, but then they're using... Not like not interdimensional travel, but like wormhole travel, like jumping across the galaxy in a sp- like no time at all. But has it been talked about like potentially the let's say like the testing and the the using of the nuclear weapons could that have opened up some type of wormholes or something like that, or could have that been the event that thinned the veil that allowed them to be able to travel? What interdimensionally? Well, they they talk about that with CERN, like them. Cr- doing like the uh, high particle collisions and thinking that they might've created like some type of black hole and it we're in a different reality because <laughs> into of the spider, into the spider verse. I know what you're talking yeah, about. You, I mean, yep. I mean, that's the whole premise behind the flash TV show is like the particle accelerator opens oh. up into earth two or whatever they call that's it. That's because that's a documentary. Yeah. Just DC comics. Yeah. Is a documentary. Barry Allen. We'll be there in a couple of years. How do they do that though? Like they use it, like it wasn't created from nuclear, like lighting off nuclear weapons or anything like that. No, though. not the collider. Who, the flash? No. 
No, what I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering if if we opened up those fucking wormholes or whatever by using nuclear weapons. For uh, well, the thing would be that the I would contend that stars, most stars, are just giant nuclear reactors. It's like a thousand billion billion nuclear bombs going off all so the time. So what you're saying is when you basically stars in our sky are just nuclear reactors in another dimension, and the stars are their byproduct well, I mean, in our nuclear dimension. You heard it here dimension. from Dan. Yeah, stars are are actually interdimensional portals. Maybe they to, are to nuclear power plants, right? Across you, the universe. no, they're new. They are yeah. There are interdimensional wormholes to other parallel dimensions, and then the black holes go to the dark universe, and that's where you get the Batman who laughs. And oh, okay. That's how you get to the dark multiverse. See, if you use comic references, I can pick piece up together it. a bit. Like that works for me a bit. It's like it's like weird Star Trek, and it's like <laughs> explaining stuff to Andrews. Just like explain it in relevance comics. to comics, and he'll get it, and he gets it. It's fair. Well, is there's I've heard the theory uh, said before that okay, we because they always says like okay, a black hole must have a like a white hole like the other side. Sure. And someone's like, well, what if the white hole? It's just all the suns, and that's just the other side. It's all the energy exploding out of the black hole, which has been condensed, and then the sun is the other side. So it is a portal. But we'll never figure it out because you can't get into the sun. Well, it's not a good finish line when you go through, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the <laughs> fact that we have, I, I mean, we have pictures. We had that very first picture of a black hole, so maybe it won't be, you know, too long until we have the first picture of maybe a white hole. We have a picture of a black hole? This sounds, yeah. this sounds terrible. Luckily, we don't have dirty. video because I feel like it would just fucking be screaming. It's the picture of a black hole, though. It's like some, it's like a pitch. frequency picture and it shows like the light bending right. around. It's not like a picture picture. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's, you know, basically the absence of whatever. And it's, but we have the very first picture. That would happen, what, last year, the year before? Like yeah, two couple, years ago? Two years. Well, like even maybe longer it happened, but they announced it publicly at like maybe last year. Right. And they're like, this is the first picture of a black hole. We yeah. had it on Space News. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure. We're we talking about. That's right. Um, yeah, like I don't know. Maybe those go somewhere. Maybe they don't. Who knows? Who knows? Ask Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. Love, love, man. Maybe it's just a matter of time before we get another, another type of camera with a different that sees in a different spectrum, and then we can see wormholes. And then boom, that's sure. the that's the secret. You find them. There's a small little wormhole in your solar I, system. Yeah, that, that's what they're saying. That the wormholes are like interminably small. Like you might have wormholes that actually exist, but they're so small. They're really yeah. tiny. It's like finding a really big one would be really weird, but the first one to the first guy to find a wormhole, like it's uh, they're on a mission to Mars or something, the spaceship just disappears, just goes through it by accident. I think it'd be weird. It would be more like something would disappear off the ship or like a chunk of the ship would just like shunk, yeah, gone. And you're like, oh, what happened? I don't know. Also, do you know what? That is my one of my biggest fears, like flying through space, is that you have chunks of stuff flying through at like relativistic speeds, or you just like have huge velocities, things flying ridiculously fast through space, and it's like you could be flying through space, all of a sudden, like just a chunk of rock or something or iron, just shunk, like flying at like railgun speed, dead, just go yeah. right through your fucking ship, and just kunk, and you're dead. Like that. I mean, how do you not? How do you avoid that? I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't even see it coming. It just. <laughs> yeah it would just boom like like you got hit by a fucking rail gun just like traveling seven thousand miles per hour and it's just zinc. i mean that's the way to go just I mean, fucking instant gone see ya perfect well you just have a giant hole in your ship or something i mean probably wouldn't go real fast but it, i mean 
I mean, it would put die a hole right in, away, but it would be like for just tiny, like just a sliver or something. I'm not saying like a big rock just smashes into your ship, but I'm saying just like a tiny sliver or like something. Just like, you know, like when in tornadoes, when you have like eggs that smash into brick walls and they just like Explode. take out the whole fucking wall or yeah. something, or they put trees through like steel, steel walls or something you know that's it's the like, way to go well it's like they, it's like they shoot those <laughs> yeah. they shoot ping pong balls through ping pong rackets with those air guns yeah yeah, yeah. that's crazy but in space there's like there's no way that that ping pong it's ball terrifying. can go through that wood racket and it just explodes through it like it wasn't even there that's also freaks me about about faster and light speed or doing all the you know in, in like the star wars universe where they're like i gotta do all the calculations or you know smack us into a fucking thing i'm like how do you know you're not you're flying through like light years of space like hundreds of parsecs and you're just like you're not gonna smack into anything well i like, think i think by the time you get that like into deep space there's it's 99 to a, like the the farthest decimal you could find empty and there could be the, the stuff through flying through would be like the chance of hitting it would be so right. rare yeah i mean yeah there's and they also have shielding having, could you imagine having the maester on the millennium falcon being like come on guys listen like you can't no, do I'd that that's be, ridiculous I'd be c3po i'd be like yo <laughs> yeah. the odds of us doing this are like three <laughs> billion to we're, one we're yeah. gonna die <laughs> we're definitely gonna maybe die. maybe you're already r2d2 that's, you just couldn't understand what you're like, saying this is dan every time we have a pod week if we have any more beers, we're going to die. We can't do this anymore. It's like, I'll be surprised if we don't die at the end of this. And like, all right, we're here. Hey, I think we all were predicting that cum gutters was going to die, but he didn't. He didn't die. So all our math was wrong. None of that added up. I don't understand. I think Dan just spared us during those battles because we were so drunk. We couldn't play the oh, game right. It's all, it's all your luck and skill. <laughs> Annihilated. Oh, cum gutters. Yeah, 100% skill on your part. Anyone else? Anyone on the lines here, Zell? She's dry tonight, man. End of season two. That's a holiday. Let's open it up. We'll we'll take any call. Last 10 minutes. Any call. We'll open it up to open lines. Any Uh, call. Free for all. Let's go. Any call. Free for all. End of the season. Whatever Uh, you got. Whatever you want to talk about. Last 10 minutes. uh, If you guys uh, have anything in your mind, any questions you want to ask, uh, give us a call. 1-833-703-04. Two four. Um. Yeah. The, so we're doing the running challenge. Four days in. Uh, people are putting up ungodly numbers. We hyped Stupid. it up too much, and now people are. I, running do, I do want to. I do want to say one thing. I want to say one thing because this is gonna be the difference. If I notice there is some people, this isn't call it. You, you can do this. Is fine. It is a running challenge, and I've said to people, yeah, if you want to walk it and you want to log your walks. Log your walks. You can't run. That's fine. Get out. Get active. Now, the people that are putting up 10K a day and logging 10K and logging their walks, come on. Just log the run. We'll have Just to get, log the run. We'll have to get you made the rule, man. Yeah. You, you made that rule. You sound like a sore loser. But I think we also did say... Better get out there for a 10K walk as well, pal. Can't really, mm. Let's go. We also did say, though, you can't win if you walk. You can't yeah. be the champ. You yeah. got to run. You can't be the champ. You can so, put up big numbers and you can get up in the leaderboard, but you can't win if you just... And that's, and that's helped because we do want to beat the total from last year, which yeah. we're going to fucking smash. Like yeah. four days in, we are going to smash it in another like eight days. Oh, big time. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you guys are all going a little too crazy. I think you're going to hit a fucking sticking point and slow down no, a bit. No, I'm, I'm going easy three to 4K a day. Nothing too crazy. Because if I don't do Mi- that, if I go hard... 4K a day? I micro. could fucking do that. Dude, you got to microdose those runs. <laughs> okay, well... 
<laughs> I do like 5K. I do 5K like every other day. Like I do uh, three 2K runs in a day. I don't think a 2K really counts. As a, like, did, do you even get sweaty at the end of that? Like, are you yeah, tired? I do, I, buddy, I get up, oh, I, I get, get sweaty. I'm sweaty, sweaty right anything. now. <laughs> 2K is a fucking run for me, man. I, I I do a 2K. I feel good. That's enough for That's me. Fair. I've been forcing myself to do 4Ks. I'm like, this is fucking awful. Well, like, here's the thing, it. though. Here's the thing. You, I know what you're saying. You're like, oh, well, you're not running. For, but that's my goal is because when I do that, I can run longer. I can actually do three 2K runs in a day, oh, yeah. which my total is six. So I'm actually logging more runs without less injury time than when I would last year when I was going a 5K every day and my body fell apart five days in. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, right. mine, mine did too. I'm not doing. I'm not doing year. five. I do two five k's. I'll do five k two days in a row, and then I take a break because I like. Mm. I had injuries last year. You that have things to do for months. Huh? You have to live your also, life. Yeah, I also have things to do, but I also <laughs> I, like. It's tough. Okay, we'll yeah. get up. Yeah, I take a. Ju- I take a break for four days because I have to work. Let's get back to the rain challenge here in a second. Let's bring on another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is we know Noah. Who this is. Uh, this is, this Noah. is Noah. Oh, it's yeah, Noah. Noah. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back, brother. Thank you. Very, thank you very much. Happy Easter to all of you. Hope you're all having a great Easter tonight. Cheers. You as well. Yep. We are. Okay. So I've, I've always, I had this theory for a while about aliens and it's kind of, it's kind of different. I don't know if it's, there's any merit to it, but I, I've always had this weird fascination where I'm thinking, what if the aliens aren't really aliens, but they're humans of the next evolution that are kind of tra- traveling back in time just to observe what, what, what their past, what the past evolution was before them, just to observe for their part of history? That is a popular theory of like, it's just humans coming from the future to observe right. where they went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. They could have given us a warning last year. Yeah. Listen, guys, 2020 is not a great year, even though like everyone's like, oh, we're stoked for the start of this new decade. But maybe they don't know. Maybe that's why they're coming back to observe, because like, let's say the fucking internet got wiped out or some shit, mm. and they lost all their forms of history. Or the Library of Alexandria type shit, right? Oh, like this, they're coming back here because they're like, this. we're talking centuries, some sometime down in the future, there's a cataclysm cataclysmic event that wipes us out and you're and who's coming back and visiting is the next evil like the next wave mm, of humans right. coming to check and see yeah. how our civilizations which would be interesting yeah. to think because then they would have no they could meddle as much as they want yeah. because they know that at a certain point this everything's going to get wiped the slate's going to get wiped clean so they don't have to worry about paradoxes i get you I like that. I like the theory, though. Of, uh, Dan, I saw you fucking Dan shifty had a little, little eyed. Had an eye shift. <laughs> Dan's about to say, "Well, it's impossible to go back in time, as we know no, it right I'm now." I'm going to say it all. I'm going to say it just depends on your perception, of, like what your conception of time is. Like, how does time work? Does it work on a linear range? Is it like, does it work the linear model? Is it like you go back, you change things that affects it in the future? Or is it the multiverse theory? Is it some other weird... You split into a river, new rivers. Or is it, yeah, is it some like thing like that? Or is it like, it it is a powerful, is a powerful river. Therefore, when you go back, you can't change anything because no matter what, time will adapt to whatever it is and will get to the point. Things are predestined. Just depends on what your conception of time is. (laughs) 
but we don't know how it really works. So <laughs> it's true. You could really just be anything. I'd say, Noah, if, you, if you've never read the Hyperion Cantos by Dan Simmons, just go read that. Good theory. I never read, I'll that. Definitely yeah. read into that. Like now. that whole thing, like that whole book series, read that and it'll pull in a whole, it'll, it'll pull a whole bunch of strings and you'll be like, oh, these are pretty neat. Noah, Noah, what do you think about, what do you think about that theory? I mean, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I just thought, I just been thinking about it for a while, but I definitely am going to have to do a bit more research into this now than more. Cause like, I, I kind of just been thinking about it for like a, a week now that's like trying to think like, how could all the, how could it work maybe, you know, and all that, but like, I'm still very new to the idea, but I am going to, that's why I was calling in to get, see what else I can do more research wise, but now I'm going to definitely learn into this Hyperion Cantos theory too, so. Check that out. Check that book out. If, if the Maester recommends a book, it's probably worth your time. It's pretty good. So it probably doesn't have any pictures in it, though. I'm yeah, it doesn't have it's probably sing, single space, exactly. margin to margin. They're, they're big boy chapter books, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta Google every other word. It's no fun. I mean, no. All righty. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, thanks, Noah. We're going to take one more call for the end of this season, but uh, we'll talk to you again. Thank you very much. All right. Have, have a good night. You too. Bye. Boom. Time traveling humans. Yeah. Different, oh, is, it, is it different dimension? Yeah. Is it a different dimension? Do you, you figure out a way to go against Einstein's theory and actually go back in time? I don't know. But they, I mean, humans always, you know, they or aliens always look human-like. Like, especially if you go with like, if humans become so technologically advanced that we don't really need all the muscles and our, our head just grows really big. We're pretty much just an alien gray. It's a short, like a short human with giant head, no muscles. Mm-hmm. So that's can't wait to be dead before that happens. <laughs> it would take a few more generations, I think, but good. <laughs> I also wonder why would our heads get bigger? Like why would our brains get bigger if that, why wouldn't they just get denser? Cause we're all trying to keep up with the maester. And yeah, then we'd be and like, then we'd get, and then our we'd necks get would just like necks. really huge. We just have like, we have really necks. huge necks and we just like, yeah. Or okay. maybe our heads don't really get bigger. Just our body has gotten so much smaller. They just look, <laughs> this looks unproportional. We have no muscles anymore. Well, then there's the theory that it's like, well, you know, in the far future, not really a theory, but it's in a couple sci-fi books where it's like humans just end up genetically engineering humans, each one of the humans to adapt to whatever their technically their living conditions are. So you have humans that live out in deep space. If they live out in deep space, then that, population needs to have just like skinny limbs like you have in the expanse like the 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 belters and whatever you just make you make it so they're comfortable living in their things so you engineer them to have longer lighter bones and you know more uh able to like whatever orientate themselves like in space like their brains are more adapted to being able to like different position you know positions in their their balance and stuff would be different. And then you have other ones who are adapted to say high gravity places. So they'd be more short, stout, thicker bones, whatever might not even resemble humans at all. Almost or what we, you know, what we perceive, you know, can our conception of human at this point, but Bi bipeds with two arms, two legs and some eyes. Yeah. Could put like, I don't know, maybe look fucking centaurs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Depending if on. it works for that planet and it's like you could be like okay if you're able to do it it's like why not if the gravity is, is so strong you need four planet. legs then you got centaurs yeah maybe you need a place where it's like you engineer humans with four arms like maybe it's better for them to be able to manipulate 
things that's all they need to do at all the time. Just a bunch of yeah. machamps running around. Spider-Man 8. Which, what, what multiverse Spider-Man has six arms? I don't know. I'm asking Andrew. Andrew? <laughs> He's thinking. Deep think. Or the doppelganger well, or whatever. Doppelganger, the doppelganger, doppelganger, the doppelganger has, happens like, six in arms? 616. Yeah. Right? He, it, yeah, it happens in 616. Yeah. Well, the doppel is it doppelganger? Does, yeah. He was on Carnal, uh, Carnage's team, right? The doppelganger yeah. guy yeah. and like six arms. Doppelganger, Shriek, fucking right. Hobgoblin. Right. So I'm like, if they needed extra arms, you could engineer him to possibly to do that and have extra arms. But yeah, the, you know, what what happens at that point? Then that goes further into other science fiction concepts about like what really, what really mean, what does it really mean to be human? What does it all mean? <laughs> Um, well, we're running up on the end of the episode here. This We said this is going to be the last episode of season two. We don't have a return date for season three yet. No, and and to be honest, your boys need a little bit of hiatus. We've been running full steam uh, for quite a few months. Um, so realistically, I would say probably th- three weeks to a month off at least. Of, I think a, a little break of Cosmic next. Channels, decide what we're going to do. How we're gonna proceed, and uh, but we'll make a we'll make a like an announcement and a podcast announcement. So if you're not following socials, you'll see what's going on for season three or the future of the show. But I don't know it's been fun. We've heard a lot. What have we done? Thirty episodes now. This is episode yeah. thirty. Yeah. yeah. We started them last June. Recorded a few, then the Spotify deal, so we put it on a high, on the shelf, and then brought it back and like, what, I think we released December first, I believe. Yeah. That's been fun. Like different type different type of show for us. Learned a lot of how to do a call-in show with three remote guests plus a caller. Yeah. It was a real, a real learning curve starting this show. But I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the stories. It's fun. Yeah, well, and it's nice it's nice to chat with fans and Yeah, just chat. I, hang I'm out. always genuinely interested to hear people's UFO and paranormal stories. Sightings of Bigfoot, ghosts. Yeah. I mean, we've made the joke before. The dream police. I mean, dreams are just hard to take because dreams can be anything because it's in your head. Yeah. Like it's hard it's hard for us to understand what you what the dream was about. Remember, we're not like it's dream, a dream. We're not dream <laughs> we're not dream psychologists. And dreams <laughs> dreams are just crazy. No matter who dreams are anything. Even dream cr- psychologists like take a shot. They like they just yeah. <laughs> best really guess. so I am really skeptical of even like dream psychologists or dream, people who interpret dreams. I'm still like, hmm, you could really just it's I, I don't know. I, I'd almost put it on par. I there are probably professionals who would argue with me, and that's fine, but I almost would put it on par with um what's his face? The the cold reader guy. John Edwards. Who's that? Oh, the cold, dude, the cold reader, the cold reader, the just a John Edwards. What, what TV show did he have? That the one where he was like, "I'm getting a a D, oh, a D, a medium." Talking about talking about Miss Cleo? No, well, kind of like her, yes, but no, John Edwards. He had that TV show for a second, and it was like he would go in there and he'd be like, "I'm getting a a D, a D, a D, a D." Darren, a Dara, duh. oh Darren, that's, that was my brother, and he died in a car accident. So lead, oh, yeah, Darren, Darren, he leads you, leads you to t- yeah, say what, yeah, yeah, cold reading. It's it's a skill, like it's it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I'd almost put dream and in- not that dream interpreters are that, but 
Like, it's just like dreams can mean anything. Like they can be really anything. <laughs> By no means do we say when we're saying that we're taking a break and reevaluating. This will be back. It may not be back in this. It, it'll be back. Don't worry. It might just look a little different. Cosmic Channels back. isn't going to stop. No. It might change, no. but it's not going to stop. And the, and the schedule might change. Yeah. But it's not going to stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop the train. Stop, drop, open oh. up shop. Man, Hero DMX? Yeah, oh, I'm like in a coma right now. Sad. Sad. Well, he got, is an OD heart attack or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Did, wasn't, didn't he like get picked up, like passed out in a parking lot like not too yeah. long ago? Not yeah. sure. What's he, Isn't he's he an absolute asshole, addiction for though, a long time? As well? well, I don't know. He got busted. He got busted for tax evasion. He's been he's yeah. been using hard drugs for a long time. Yeah, unfortunately, some people yeah. can use hard drugs and be fine, and some people use hard drugs and never get out of it and run themselves down the gutter. Yeah, but Cosmic Channels doesn't use hard drugs, and we're gonna keep going. <laughs> we no, no. What's considered hard drugs? Where I, 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 when I grew, <laughs> what's, yeah. uh, mm, what's considered hard anything drugs? that you have to inject into a fucking yeah. vein is a good yeah. start. If it for me, yeah, like it, vaccines. It, <laughs> you don't put a vaccine in your vein, but it's into the muscle, right? It's kidding, hilarious. I was kidding. getting like I was getting these fucking huge lectures on social media about that shit, and like I just want to comment and be like, I've Narcan you three times. And you want to talk to me about fucking putting pharmaceuticals <laughs> made by fucking scientists in my body? Like, don't uh, fucking start with me, person. But your shit from fucking Steve on the fucking street corner in the crack shack. Shit was made in a fucking bathtub. Yeah. And you want to start with me? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Drugs got to grow from the Anyways. ground or I stay away. That's, my, that's yeah, my rule. I think that's fair. If you're making them in the lab or you're changing their chemical compounds throughout some other yeah, means. Yeah, they gotta grow out of a pile of cow shit. Yeah, you gotta grow them out of shit. Yeah. You gotta grow them out of your yeah. garden. You can, you know what? I, I don't do cocaine, but if I went to Colombia and it was fresh, I might try it. But I don't do it. <laughs> but if I was at the source and I knew exactly where it was coming from, maybe I would try it. But I'm not doing so it from the street. I would chew on some cocoa beans. I would definitely chew Why? the leaf. I would chew the, co the, 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 they chew the leaves in the Andes when they'd go hiking in the altitude and stuff yeah, for alt yeah. altitude sickness and shit, but... Turn the cocoa leaves. Alright. Well, let's wrap this one up. Wrapped up for season two. Stay tuned for announcements of the continuation of Cosmic Channels. Thanks everyone for your calls. Peace. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed. <laughs>